Oh my goodness. Let me get let me get my levels right. I'm not even prepared fully. What's going on, brother? Uh team no sleep. What is this? This is March 8th, Wednesday, 6 30 p.m. on the on the left coast. Montel Allen, what's going on in your world, man? Man, blessed as usual, man. You know, enjoying the family. Yeah. Enjoying, you know, the, the sunshine a little bit before we get a little bit more of that rain and that snow out here. But otherwise, man, just blessed, blessed to have another day, see another tomorrow. And so on and so on. That's true. True. That's true. Listen, I, I, you talk about sunshine and all. I was just up in in Oregon with the family mm-hmm. visiting my son. First of all, so shouts out to OSU, them Beavers. Shouts out to the Lounge Lodgers. That that is that is my son's crew up there okay. that we got to spend the weekend with. We got we got a house out there on the water, and there's a lot of snow. There's a lot of rain in Oregon, but it's beautiful country. So I want to give, yes. I wanted to give a shout out to them, right? To them folks right there. It was good people hanging out. It took my parents, took my in-laws, my wife, my daughter. So we all went out there and hung out with Isaiah and it was, it was pretty cool. So that's yeah. cool. That's real cool. Yeah, man. You got, you got to do those things, right? You got to do those. Hey things. man, um, you know me family first all the time. So, you know, when it, it yep. rolls around that season, I'm taking the, all, all the kids, we go to Minnesota and now we're going on our new stop is going to be Chicago. So, yeah, we got, you know, you always got to do those things and relax, man, and, and enjoy, enjoy our company, right? Like yes, we sir. always talk about we don't get enough time that we don't check on each other and do those things. Those things are very important, I think, for anyone to kind of make sure they can con- conjugate with family and just enjoy each other's company. Yeah, you, man, you, you're going to start using big words, too. Okay, see, we, we got, the, <laughs> we got you know, the regulars in the in the room, so you're going to start out with big words. Okay, I, I see I see how we go. Hey, man, we got to treat them, treat them right. They know the game. They know what's happening. I love happening. it. I love it. Team no Let's sleep, see. tell a friend. Always tell a friend and tune <laughs> on in, man. I think, up in here. I think I think we really, we're tackling some, some issues and some things that people just don't realize where this show was kind of going. Yeah. So, so let's go ahead and get into it. So the, for the folks that are new here, listen, I, I see some of the regulars jumping in. Appreciate all, all of y'all for actually mm-hmm. bringing on some of your uh, counterparts as well. So we, we see Kevin, we see Noosh, we see Hicks Sr. in the building. Chief is always here, so appreciate that. Uh, we tackle the social impact of sport. All right, we get, it, we get deep into some conversations that are probably not being covered by mainstream media, and we, we figure out what's really going on and how we can get better. Uh, y'all know what's going on right now. Uh, we we gonna talk about that. Listen, Golden Phoenix City just just woke up. It's it's six thirty. Where you at? Just it's woke all up. good. Oh hey, my hey, goodness. he woke up to us. No sleep. That's what I'm talking about. Happy birthday, <laughs> Nooch, too. I saw okay. you, Queen. Happy birthday, man. I uh, love it. I love it. Just, just, okay. Yeah, man. I'm glad. I mean, as long as you get that up, went over, that went over my head. That went over. That went over my head. Yeah, team. No sleep. You just woke up. It's all good. Yeah. All right. So, uh oh. Okay. So I got I got in laws. I got parents. I got to make sure. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll stay prim and proper here and won't drop too many bad, bad words here. No, good to see you, Mom, Sheila. All right, man, let, let's go ahead and get into it, right? Uh, first story, anyone who follows basketball knows about our guy, John Morant. John Morant mm-hmm. out there clubbing, out there doing his thing. Unfortunately, after a game last weekend um, at the club, partying, drinking, Mm-hmm. Looks like he was by himself. I'm sure he has some folks around us, and I want to get into that also, that, that whole aspect of it as well. But in a video that he launched, not someone else recorded, in, a vi- in mm-hmm. an IG video that he started in IG Live, he's brandishing a gun, partying up, acting all ignorant, and that has caused him a ton of backlash and negativity, rightfully so. All right? Mm-hmm. John ja- ja Morant, if y'all don't know, if y'all don't follow basketball, he is... 
spectacular, right? He can, he can do some, th- he, he can fly like Mike. He can, he can play like Mike. He can do all those things. And kids are watching him. Us old cats are watching him. He's got, you know, he's, he's got a really promising future. He's all, he's all of 23, 24 years old. But to be at this tender age, to be that good, to be that visible and to decide that you need to get on your social media account, brandishing a weapon really brings about issues. And this headline says he's out for two games, but he's actually now it's been upgraded to four games that he's out. He sent mm-hmm. out an um, update on his social media profiles as well, saying he's going to take time so he can attend to himself, work, work on his mental health, work on his mental well-being. But I, I don't know, man. I, th- I think there, there's something, and we've talked about this so many times about the people around you mm-hmm. to make sure that you don't get yourself caught up in these kinds of situations. And the real problem mm-hmm. that I have with John Morant getting caught up in a situation like this, who's his biggest frontline cheerleader that's always with him? I'm asking you. His father. His father. His is, daddy. His father. His father. It's his daddy that's always mm-hmm. with him right there. Mm-hmm. At, at the shops, buying all the jewelry, buying all the watches, at the game, sitting front row court. Right. So I'm sure his dad was probably even at this club where Joe, and, and I'm just assuming that, but I don't know. But again, it's the people that you put around you. And this, he has no one to blame but anyone else because he's the one who instigated and he's the one who actually filmed this particular session. I'll scroll down on the story, but I just want to get your context on this as well as I, as yeah, I read into um, it. I, you know, I've been, I've been kind of following this a little bit since this first happened. And I mean, I'm not making any excuses for John Morant. I don't condone his behavior by any stretch of the imagination. But I think John made a poor choice. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, what he's doing is his reality. And I'm going to go where I'm going to tell you where I'm telling you where is the reality. If anybody's been to Memphis, Memphis is one of the, you know, unfortunately, one of the murder capitals of the United States. It's, one, it's always in the top 10. It's all those things. John's been a person that's probably been in this spotlight for so long of his life. And where carrying a gun is very common in the state of Memphis or in the city of Memphis. Probably his background is where it's it's common. And he's in a situation where he always feels he has to be protective of himself. Mm. So what he did is something that's not uncommon for him. It's okay. It's accepted in where he's from. It's an accepted behavior where he's from. Now, with that being said, I don't excuse him from doing it because at this point in juncture in his career, he should know better. Right. He's at a point. He's at a pivotal pivotal point in his career where, man, I'm going to make a lot of money. I I am making a lot of money. I'm going to be very I'm a very influential personality. I have all these things going for myself. I have to make sure I do better. But again, at a 23 year old mindset, he's not thinking that way. And the disappointment in this whole situation is no one's coached him. No one's told him better. Like you said, his father, his circle. The Grizzlies have warned him, but they haven't coached him on how to be a better young individual. I was uh, I watched the interview with Jalen Rose talking about that he used to carry a gun. Yeah, yeah. The, the and it just back to his background. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm from Detroit, where I'm from. This is having a gun is not an uncommon thing. You know, and we we don't know if if Ja has the right to carry a gun. Right. If he has the right to carry a gun, this is a different conversation. Because you can carry a gun where you want. The only the only mistake he has is that he brandished it in a place where there was no threat. That's the only thing he would be guilty of. But if he has the right to carry it, And and the location where he was is not pressing charges against him for that. Just wanted to to let folks know who probably haven't read the story as well. But yeah, keep on. Absolutely. But Mm. I mean, again, 
I'm more disappointed. Not, I mean, I'm disappointed in job, but I'm disappointed by in his circle. His circle yeah. should know better to protect him from doing dumb things because you are only 23 years old. So you should be you should be protected from doing dumb things. We should put something in place where they protect you. And he has examples, right? You have examples of LeBron's crew and his friends that he brought in when he came out of high school. They're doing all very well. You have Kevin Garnett that brought his friends with him. They're all doing very well and working in the industry. But yet you bring these guys that, that, that you're running around in your circle and they're not even protecting you. Like the yeah. one thing you at all costs protect the bag, right? You protect the bag at all costs. So so Jive right there. So, the so, so let's get into that because I've been really waiting to, to have this conversation because because that's it right there. Job Moran yeah. is the leader of his squad, right? He yep. he's the bag, he's the one buying all the tickets, buying all the dinners, buying all the watches and all that. He should know better. And he does know better. I I, I think in his mind he knows better than he, he knows the influence of what he's doing and what he did. I put most of the onus on the folks around him. I put the onus actually, uh, and I'm squarely looking at his father for this, right? Because his daddy is always there with a drink in his hand and acting like he's the one out there making shots. His dad should be, if he's going to be in that circle partying with his son all the time, that crew, that surrounding uh, infrastructure needs to help this young man at it and make sure that, hey, Jai, you know better now, man. We're not going to bring this gun in here. I, I know this is this. I know this is probably how we grew up, but we know what? We, we better than that. We above that now. We we multimillionaires. There should be some folks around him, and there are folks around him, but someone needs to speak up. That's the, I think yeah. no one would, I think no one had the the, the courage yeah. to speak up. They don't want to piss off the bag. They don't want to piss off the bag, so they don't speak up. I don't need these, so I don't need these folks around me. I don't have that kind of bag. I don't need these folks, that kind of folks around yeah, yeah. me. Yeah, but but when you're, in, I, we gotta kind of put ourselves in this in a, in a state of mind, and also I think in his father's state of mind. I think his father don't know what he don't know, right? If you if you if you ghetto and ignorant, you ghetto and ignorant. You just don't know. You don't know until somebody shows you and teaches you a different way. Again, I've been to Memphis before. Yeah. Memphis is a rough a rough area, and you got to think in his growing up. John's been a star in basketball since the age he was thirteen years old. Yeah. Right. So the people that took care of them because they lived in meager things. The people that are always looked out for great athletes are dope dealers. The big time dope dealers in the neighborhood, the big time gangsters in the neighborhood, they always made sure they managed to keep him out of, out of trouble. But in that same world, it is okay to have a gun. That's what the cool cool guys in that area have a gun. They have a gun. Whether, the man, whether you agree with the mentality or not, that's what exists. They're okay with having a gun. John now is the guy that with the bag. Yeah. He doesn't, He doesn't, I don't think he has the aptitude or he hasn't, he hasn't had to sit down to justify the differentiating that, hey, I could be cool. I don't have so, to be like those guys. In so Memphis again, so, cool. so doesn't that conversation happen in the NBA similar to how it happens in the NFL? You, you come in and you have you that have talk about one about talking about finance, right? Invest I, instead I of buying it. all the rims and all the houses. And, and, and I that. got a question for you on that one. Yeah. Should six hours change your life that way? Does it six hours change the way of your eating habits? Someone have a six hour conversation mm. with you doesn't necessarily change the way you live your life. Yeah. It enlightens you. Don't get me wrong. It enlightens you. And it makes you aware, but it does it change the way you look, you live your life? The most influential person in John's circle is his father. It seems like to me that's the most influential person. He has to change in order for John to change. If his dad carries around a gun, what do you think his son does? Come on, carry around a gun. So, and and, and where they're from, that's okay behavior. Now, you got to be smart enough to change your behavior once you get in that realm. I do not. Again, I don't agree. What John did, I don't even agree with it at all. He should be punished. I was just talking to my son earlier saying, 
it should be a mandatory 25 game suspension. Period. For Brandon, for you being an NBA player carrying a gun, automatic 25 games for suspension. But I'm saying us us as a society that's, that's quick to judge him, the Skip Baylesses of the world, and all these white commentators that have no clue where he comes from, needs to peel the onion back. My question to everybody is, why does a 23-year-old that's a multi-millionaire feel that he has to carry a gun? That's a bigger question. Yeah. Why does he feel he has to carry a gun? Why in our society with these people that make all this money to do things feel they have to carry a gun to protect themselves, especially within our young inter- black entertainers and our young athletes? To protect them, there's a break there, man. For some reason, they don't feel safe in their own skin doing what they do. So, and so I, I almost wonder if it's all right. So let's let's put some onus. And again, I just I just want to peel the onion back, and y'all continue to chime yep. in in the comments. I, I see it there as well. I saw Shaq's statements about this, and he likened it to the culture from the the rap game, right? Rappers yep. always out there carrying guns, I and mean, we keep seeing every other week. Unfortunately, we see someone lose their life carrying a gun or they're out there have at a at a dice game or at a dominoes game and someone gets shot mm-hmm. take off right uh yeah those worlds are similar but different right i mean th- there should be and again not not trying to dumb it down not and i'm again just trying to ask questions this world of professional sports should be more formal should be more more of a or of a, of a of a scene where i don't feel that i and again, I'm just asking the question. I, I, I don't know if I'm even saying the right thing, but I just don't think that being a professional NBA player, basketball player, football player, whatever the case may be, you need to feel that you need to have protection because you go out to have dinner with someone and that protection being a weapon. I can understand you having some security, having some folks around to make sure, hey, I don't feel like taking pictures right now. Can you keep keep back? But even though you grew up in that mentality. Can't you grow out of that? Should you be growing yes. out of that? And and after all of yes. the exposure, after all of the, all of the the money that you've made, all of just just all of this, John Morant does not need to be carrying a gun around at this juncture in his life, right? He's got multi million dollars coming from Nike. He is the rising star on the Memphis Grizzlies. He is on a trajectory to be on somebody's Mount Rushmore and in somebody's Hall of Fame. But if you keep acting up like this and having the wrong kind of folks around him that are supposed to be Mm -hmm. helping, leading, guiding, and and being positive with him as opposed to just running with him because he got all the cash, then he going to end up dead or in jail. Well, like I said, why the NBA should be handing out a stiff punishment. 25 games off the bat. I don't care if you're just starting out. You're not going to brandish a gun in, in, in in our area, in our livelihood. Or in our in our profession, what we're doing, because there's no need for it, right? Because there is no need for it. We 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 went a couple late, but unfortunately, or fortunately, however way you want to look at it, hip hop is intertwined with professional sports. Like you said, it should be a different a different thing. I don't think so. They're in a different sport. They're in a different twine because those are the guys they listen to. Those are the guys that influence their fashion. Those are the guys that they 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 talk to, and now they have enough money to all inter- hang out and intertwine with each other. Yeah. Unfortunately. The violence from hip hop is spilled is spilled over somewhat to sports, not as much. It's more in the college scene or maybe high school scene, but the threat of it's always there, right? If I'm in a club with a, a big time rap, rapper, that 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 enemy of that rapper deems me as an enemy too because I'm hanging out with this guy, True. right? I'm in the same, I'm rolling in the same circle because that's who we hang out with. It's I think it's a very complex situation, but I think John needs to know better now. Like you said, yeah. he has to know. You better know better. He's, he's and I think know giving him a, 
giving him a two-game suspension, a four-game suspension doesn't do anything. That's not going to do nothing. Nothing. Oh, I'm going to just make sure I'm more careful, right? That's that kind of behavior at that point. You need to send a, a, a strong, stiff message if you're the NBA. And then also on the, on the flip side, hey, man, his father, you, we got to talk to the people that's influencing around him. Yeah, I got I got a problem with it. I, the reason I can't get over this is because I got problems with his father. I got problems with that. I mean, right? yeah, I mean, you can say that. I mean, you can say that, but I mean, you got to think. Let's say his father's 20 years older than him, right? He's 43 years old. So his father, I've always said this, his father is listening to the same thing, hanging out the same thing, what he's doing, and the world they come from, because whatever the world they come from, it's entrenched in his father, more mm-hmm. so than Jock. It's entrenched in his father. So drinking a bottle of Hennessy, carrying, carrying a weapon around is not, not that's normal. That is normal in Memphis. That's the normal behavior. It's not the normal behavior. We grew up in Sacramento. It may not be the normal behavior, the, the people that are online. But in some areas, that is normal behavior. In Fifth Ward, Houston, that's normal behavior. In, in South Central LA, it's normal behavior. You can get a gun faster you can get candy, old candy. Yeah. yeah. You can find guns on the street faster you can find nine letters in the liquor store. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that when that behavior becomes normal, then you don't think you, when you make it rich, you don't think you're doing anything wrong. Man, you think 90s hip hop is normal, right? We we identify when they rapping, they, they, they Ice yeah, was yeah. rapping. We can identify everything he's doing, but we're professionals now in the in, in the high tech world. We should have outgrown that, right? But we don't let it leave us. So you you you're, you're, you're you're breaking it down. You're giving us a master class, but you at at the end of that that discussion, I think you're agreeing with me on this right here. Yes, right? I am. Okay, agreeing oh, okay. With you. It needs to change. Right. No, no, I'm not disagreeing with you. Okay, but 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 I don't think. Someone like Skip Bayless has the right to call Skip him Skip Bayless out don't know what he talk about. And, and officially with a game and all that because they can't understand. They can't empathize yeah. with his background. Skip, Skip ain't never laced him up. He, he never lived on a, a shots out to Fendall Avenue in, in Richmond, Virginia. If, if, if yeah, he ain't never learned what. He don't even know what Oak Park is. Right? He don't even know yeah. what an Oak Park is or anything like that. I'm saying they don't understand that mentality. I can understand. I can empathize and understand where Josh coming from. Doesn't mean it's wrong. It's wrong. It is wrong. Yeah. But I understand where he's coming from. I really do. I understand where he's coming from. He feels that's that's a normal behavior. That's something that they, they he grew up with. That's something he's kind of entrenched with. That's something that he listened to was in his music. That's something that he's around with his boys. That's probably something around with his uncles and his father. And that's something that he grew up with around Phoenix, around Memphis. I don't. I really think when he took that video, he didn't think he was really doing anything wrong. I think he was just having a good time, showing what they do in Memphis when they in a strip club at one o'clock in the morning. He didn't look past the moment and no i, I think that's yeah. also the problem right there someone in his position i'm gonna get to these comments but we got some great comments coming as well that, and, and there's some questions but I, I just think that he didn't look past the moment and the hennessy that was in his cup the, the the beat that was bumping in the club and all that i said you know what i'm gonna go online to, to, to my to my fans and to my subscribers and you know what i got my piece with me so i'm gonna do this he was not thinking two minutes later it was gonna be across immaturity. the entire planet and he was immaturity. Going to be suspended immaturity and bad decision at his worst immaturity yeah. and bad decisions at his worst man but I, again again people his circle should have been there to tell him what was wrong and they're not so they're just as immature or even more immature and bad decisions be on them because at all costs you protect the bad. You make sure he doesn't do stupid things. You at make sure costs. he doesn't drink some bad drink. <laughs> you make sure he doesn't go home with the wrong woman. You make yeah. sure the wrong element doesn't come around him. You do everything in your power to protect the bad. Allah, what's whole boy to protect the Barry Bonds? What's his name? What's his name to do to protect him from Balco? All that stuff? The one that went to jail? 
Uh, I, I know you're talking about. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Whoever he is, John well, needs him in this corner. John, that's, what, yeah. that's what John Moran needs in this corner. John, John needs to talk to. Yeah, he, he needs to talk to some of them sure folks. That he doesn't do something stupid, and if he does something stupid, I'm gonna make sure I cover. I make sure I cover it wow. up or whatever happens. But the, the the main thing, avoid it from doing something stupid. We think his father should be the one to do it. I don't know his daddy. I don't, I don't know if his dad is gonna fight Shannon Sharp. Yeah, obviously I'm not. I'm, I don't know. I'm not bothered with him. Yeah, his daddy don't. He have needs that somebody too much in this corner to. He needs that. He needs that. That guy, that OG and his crew, to tell him what's wrong and when it's wrong. And he, whether you hate me or not, bro, I'm in your best interest. But we can just fight. We can learn to fight about it. Yeah. Like my, yeah. I would fight my kid. Like I was telling my son, I go, if that was you, I would have beat you up yeah. before you would have branded that branded yeah. that gun. I would yeah. put some lumps on. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we came blows. to blows. Come on, we, we yeah, came yeah. to blows there, right then and there. So there's uh, no way you're gonna pull something that stupid. So I, yeah. I think it's a lack of immaturity, man. A lot, definitely a lack of awareness of what's going wrong. But all, like I said, also on the other side, I'll flip it. I think the NBA needs to take a harder stance in what they're doing right now. I, re- I truly believe, I think the Memphis Grizzlies need to take a harder stand right now to show him we're not playing with you when it comes to this matter. Yeah. Yeah. You either straight up or make, I would make a case out of this. I, le- I literally, but I, I would make an example make out of this situation because of one, who he is, the statue that he, ha- that he has, and the fact that there are so many of our youth looking at him. Right. So many, yeah. so many folks have his jersey and are saying, oh, man, let's, let's see what Jaws doing. And for, for him to be caught up in a situation like this, let's make sure that it hurts. But but you know, a, the other thing about it, another thing about it, this kind of behavior that he's been displaying, it's yeah. kind of been on that trajectory. Right. It's kind of been yeah. going that way. So I don't know why people haven't stepped in sooner. Yeah. Like the yeah. first incident, I don't know why Pop's like, hold on. You can't be fighting these people in the, in Indiana. I don't care if you disagree with them or not. Yeah, y'all, that's acting stupid. Matter of fact, you need to cut these crew, these dudes off for the crew. Period. They should. You something. Somebody should have had to stood up and stand up for that. And now we're here. Now it's all the way to a head. And like I think, job job probably is a good guy. I, I, I wouldn't doubt he's probably a good young man. Understanding he's just making some really poor decisions, trying to fit in, trying to be that guy, <laughs> trying to be liked, chasing. The, uh, Chris Rock said it best: attention. That's the biggest addition we <laughs> yeah. got. Yeah, yeah, that new Chris you Rock. Yeah. For, you only do that stuff when you're looking for attention. He's he's an he's All an right, attention. That's a, that's a that's a really really good point right there. So if y'all got Netflix, check out the new Chris Rock uh, special. We we doing promos for folks. He better send us some his back. Yeah, uh, no, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rock made a really good uh, thing right there, right? Because he talked about. What what are folks doing right now to be visible? Right, either are, well, are you said the biggest addic- the biggest addiction is attention. The biggest addiction is the biggest attention. addiction yeah. in, in the United States is attention. Man, and there's four ways of getting it. Right, he said there's the four ways to get. It. I'm not going to say it's so okay. Yeah, big. we're not going to say it. We're going to save it for you to go yeah, watch. There's four it. ways yeah. of getting. It. But the biggest things that people are addicted to in the United States is in the United States is attention. Yeah, Ja is a prime example of that. You only do that if you want to draw attention. Dang. Come on, man. All right, let's let's get to these comments. Uh, Eric Watkins in the building. Job wasn't raised in a poor neighborhood. He was raised middle class with both parents. He should know better. His response to the IG Live was what they want us to hear. Come on. Okay. I, I, you, you, you in line, bro. What yeah. it is? Kevin is talking about Josh should understand the mentality changes once you enter the NBA. He is a public figure. He can't be fooled around like this, man. That's, that's all nothing but the truth right there. Yep. Nothing but the truth. I saw a couple of other comments that I wanted to get into. Uh, unfortunately, the culture 
says to be cool, you have to act like the culture of the music and the lyrics say having a gun is a new cool. And again, that's us doing it to ourselves. Yep. That, 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 that's us, you know, proliferating the, that, those, those songs and, and, and that culture and that mentality, those clothes and all that thing. And, and whatever, whatever gun you, you're carrying around, we got, we got to get I, out of that too. Yeah. I, I just don't understand where we had kind of similar when we were growing up, but that we had a we had a maturity growth, right? We grew out of it. It just seems like it's taking them longer to grow out of that that world, especially when you're making that kind of money. Uh John gonna shoot some dice for that. Yeah. So, yeah. Jim says John gonna shoot some dice and then T Morant ends up taking the bullet when it goes south. Please keep be careful out there. Let me position yeah. this to you from from uh news so he says question from my brother Montel that growing up in a place like Detroit shape up Montel well to the man he is today. So your upbringing, right? Talk a little I, bit about he, that story. Yeah, I, I'm not, my, my, my family, my dad's side is from Detroit. I'm not from Detroit. I'm actually from California. Um, and I, I, I was born in Los Angeles. I was, my high school years and junior high, I was raised in LA. I went to college way up in Humboldt County. And then, I, you know, when, once I became an adult, I moved to, I moved to the Bay Area for a while. And then I moved to San Diego. So my upbringing does, it, it, it does. I was able to see a lot of things, especially playing college football. We got to travel a lot and see, and I got to meet people from different areas. Some people, you know, I learned a lot from a lot of them. Guys that was from LA, that was entrenched in gangbanging. Guys that was from Oakland and knew all this stuff. So it just made me look at a different introspective when I look at things. I look, I just look things, I look at things through my lens and how I did whatever I was doing and my hustle and everything. And I had to become an adult early, man. I had to, you know, I was a father when I was 19. So I had to be, I had to raise up really quick, get, grow up really quick. So at that point, I had to make, adult decisions i my best friend tim wildhome you know we were both 19 together growing up so he let me look through his lens and he's from fremont middle class family everything i came from a single you know single house family only my mother um just i just i just always had the ability to look through different things so that kind of shapes my perspective nowadays man so i yeah i hope that answers your question i hope that's your answer your question Listen, man, we, I got a couple of other, we got a handful of other topics, but I'm going to pause on these because we got some questions in the, in the chat here and we are here as shepherds of the community. And we just going to spend a little bit more time talking around this particular topic. MDH is in the building. She says, you can't get on board with this circle talk. Why can't he be held accountable for his own choices, including who he decided to put in this circle? Mm. All right. I agree. And I M- agree. M- MDH coming I- coming with truth, right? I mean that that is a really yeah. good good statement right there. I, yeah. I the circle that I'm really leaning on and pointing to is, is again the the guy who carries the keys to his car, his, his dad, who's always there in front, dancing in front of everybody, trying to fight Shannon Sharp. You know that should be your biggest role model. That that should be the guy that's really there to make sure that you, my son, are are well taken care of, that you don't do anything crazy. When, when you go out there after a game, before a game to a new city or whatever, you don't do anything to disrespect you and your name and your family's name. And and I would just think that that person around him, that part of the circle should be more, more proactive, more, more, more proactive in making sure that uh, the bag is taken care of. And, and, and I, uh, I hate to diminish it by calling it just a bag, but, you know, just, just, but, but just making sure that the principle yeah, yeah, yeah. within the circle is, is well taken care of. Your thoughts, yeah, I, I think I think she's right. I, I, I agree with her. I think he needs to be held accountable. And that's what I'm thinking. The NBA should be able to step in and say, hey, this is no frills. No, no. We're suspending you 25 games. 
period. Off the rip. Anybody that carries a gun in the NBA that we find out, you're going to be suspended 25 games. And I think he should be made an example of that. Um, also, also, I, I believe he should be held accountable to a circle and everything. But then again, I don't know if John didn't have a carry permit. Like, if he didn't, mm. you got to think, if he didn't have a carry permit, it's, it's more detrimental, right? He didn't have that. But I spoke. I was speaking to a friend of mine today, Jay Lee. If he had a carrier's permit, and he was okay to have the gun, the only thing he's guilty of is brandishing the gun in a public place when there's no threat. That's a different kind of irresponsibility and thought process than if he just got a gun off as one of his friends and he's just waving it around being silly. None of us know what it is, as far as that part is concerned. Um, again, NBA needs to handle out a strict. Hey, we're not like you said. We're gonna hold you straight accountable. You had a gun. You spent it for 25 days. 25 games. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Uh, and then now, in that 25 games, when you spin it, you better clean up your circle. Whether it's Pops, Mom, or whoever's in there, you better clean it up. So, I, you know, I don't give him a pass for doing what he did. Like, and I, I'm not giving him a pass. He's 100% responsible. Now he has to answer whoever the responsibility is. I think right now it's just going to be the NBA. Colorado's not pressing no charges. They already said it. So that's not, there's no criminal charges on that part. He's got to deal with, did he fly that gun in there or did he get it? He got to deal with that part. And the next part, he has to deal with the NBA. NBA needs to send out a strict-ass message yeah. and say, we're not dealing with it no more. So if that comes down, that I think that'll, that'll help him hold his accountability and all those things. And like you said, James, you know, his father. His father is, I, I, it seems like he's the biggest role model in, in, his, in his circle. I think he's the first one that needs to step up and say something and make sure he gets cleaned up. I think so too. And and I like Chief is saying, I mean, if we think about who some of the other stars in the NBA are that, that aren't acting a fool, uh, my man, Dame time, right? Maybe, maybe Dame need to reach out to young job, right? Just put, put him under his wing and say, come on, man. Right. Come, you can't, I mean, I mean, I have seen nothing and not that I'm looking, but you know, Dame is, is high up there. He, he's in the rap game too. Right, look, Dame, Dame yeah. is out there in, in both industries, right? So he, he's Dame, out there Dame, living Dame that rapper life. Dame carries a lot different. Carries but, but, Dame, a lot different. but Dame's background is different than Jaws. Dame, Dame comes from Oakland, a little bit different. I I, I know, I've seen, look, I've Oakland, been in those Come on now, you know Oakland too now. Oakland is... is yeah, but he is, lived, I mean, well, he, I mean, he lived in Oakland, then he moved to Antioch. It's different. It's a little bit different than <laughs> going to Memphis. Uh, that's um, said, yeah, that's true. Antioch is yeah, different. Yeah, it's different. That's different. I mean... And I'm not, I'm not negating Oakland. Oakland's tough is a tough place to grow up to. And I know a lot of these guys come from really hard backgrounds. I really do understand that. But I also say, hey, man, I'm not agreeing with him. I'm never saying he's wrong. I'm saying I can understand, though, why he carried a gun. I, I can. I can be like, I'm, you know, I got this money. I'm going to go hang on my friends. Hold on. But, I'm, you know, where I'm from, we, we carry a piece everywhere I go. I got mm-hmm. friends from the South that carry a gun. That's just where they're from. Whether they use it or not, no. Do they brandish it? No. Are they are they hunting? Are they are they sixty two million strong and on TV every every night? No, nope. so so I, I I get I get where it's where it's coming from. It's wrong. It is wrong. I'm telling you, it's wrong. Someone needs to preach it actually to, to, to change it. And the people in his current his current circle up to this point didn't do anything. They let him get away with whatever he wanted to get away with and do what he wanted to do. Hangs around whatever crowd he wants to hang around. Do all those things. And I'm saying somebody in that circle or his dad should have stepped up and saw these things that were going wrong and cleaned it up right away because they have the, the power to do that. You all, and all of them are feeding off a of job. Everybody's feeding off a of job. There's right. no way I'm getting that cut off. Right. If I was don't, don't mess that I'm up. Don't, don't mess that up. Right. No. Uh, 
we all need mentors, but is he letting himself be, be mentored? That's a great question. And I think only Jaw can answer that. We, we can only speculate. And I'm, I'm going to bring up this, this statement here from, from Jim, man. He's talking about you know, the media wants us to bash Jaw and distract us from the fact that Myers Leonard, anti-Semitic self, is back in the league. And Jim, you know we are not the typical quote-unquote media. So we, we're we not bashing anyone. We're, we're having that discussion. So I, I just want to be clear on, on that. that yeah. Our conversation here is around who, Ja, what he did, why he did it, and how to get better, right? Because, again, it could have been substantially worse. And, again, he, he could have been out there kind of like one of these next stories that we're going to talk about. He could have actually misfired or something, twirling the gun. Some, it could have gone off. It could have been he just— did a, He could have done a political marriage, yeah. right? Remember when he shot himself in the club? Plexico Barrett shot himself in the club. Plexico shot himself in the foot. So no, he did. It, it, yeah, he did. it was his foot. That's he, right. Oh, come yeah, on. Yeah. The, the gun's not, a, not only a danger to the people that are around him, it could have been a danger to himself. Yeah. That's why I'm saying the NBA, since the NBA is going to be the governing body and set the tone, NBA needs to be like, we're going to really set a, we're gonna, like you said, we're going to set a really strong example to make sure our players don't want to carry guns no more. If, you, if, if you're going in a situation where you need to have a gun, you better either high security or you know what? Don't go. They don't go. Period. Don't go. There it is. All right, folks. You know, we're going to keep up on that one, but uh, social impact story always takes a little bit extra time. Appreciate everyone for chiming in on that. We we, we may have a little bit detailed discussion on this next story, too, because. Oh, yeah. This is man. I mean, hold on. Let me take a drink, too. Hold on. <clears> let's, <throat> let's, let me make sure I got all the comments <laughs> up. <laughs> man. Uh, all right. So let, let's go ahead and get into it, man. We got a theme here. And we got an unfortunate theme with a couple of these stories. This story, the previous story, this story, and the next story. Y'all tell us what this theme is. All right. Young brother here. Pleaded guilty already to weapons possession a number of months ago. Now, Keith Appling has now been found guilty of murder. Right? Mm -hmm. 66-year-old man. So... Used to play basketball. Used to play basketball for Michigan State. Right? Was was actually pretty good. I saw. I looked back and saw some some uh, film of him. Knew what he was doing out there on, on the court. So now this man is going away. This man is going. Is he? What is it? Uh, Forty years. Yep. Yeah. So Appling, who pleaded guilty to second degree murder last month, has been ordered to serve between eighteen to forty years behind bars, in addition to two years for a felony firearms charge in the fatal shooting of a 66-year-old man back in 2021. It, the theme for the, I'm not, okay, I'm not gonna talk about the theme, but again, here we are again, looking at a, a young man right here. Life is over. Two lives are, two lives are done. Right, two, two, one, one, literally, one, 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 figuratively, and then the families around us. So, so again, the the blossoming up, uh, onion around both both of these family situation this is just tragic. There's nothing good about this on, on on either side, but there is some closure, there is some fruition. But again, this young kid is now going to spend probably four decades behind bars for the uh, for the death of Clyde Edmonds. I'll go ahead and say his name. Right, sixty six year old Mr. Clyde Edmonds. Lost his life in 2021. Your thoughts on on this situation and kind of where we're progressing in terms of these types of conversations? Now? Um, it's just another sad case. I mean, we have a young another young man with a gun, gun 
you know, I don't think you, I think, I think he, he, I don't think he meant to shoot him, but accidentally shot this 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 man during the situation and killed him. And yeah. now, now he has to go to now he's going to jail, you know, for for like in eighteen to 40, 40 years. Uh, like you said, another promising young man, man that went to school, played not only played college football basketball, but he also played a little bit in the NBA as well. Um, and then he finds himself in this situation, like it's it's a tiring thing. It's something that we keep going over again with different people, but it's it happens over and over and over again. It's ha- and it's happening more frequently amongst athletes yeah. and amongst our young athletes. You know, we got the Alabama situation with a gun. Yes, we got this young man. You know, removed from college basketball. I think he's only been removed for like two two or three years. He's not that he's not that old. He's, you know, had a gun and he pled to the gun charge, and then then all of a sudden they found out he's guilty of murder. Now he has to do now. Now it's a whole different ball game. He actually pulled the trigger. I mean, man, it's 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 a sad. This is sad. I mean, it's really sad. I don't know where we're going. What's happening in our society? Yeah. I mean, and, and we don't this situation. Yeah. And, you know, and, and we don't have to get political about it. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't matter where you are, left, right, center, blue, red, green, yellow, whomever the case may be, whatever the case may be. But these, these facts don't lie. Right. Again. And when, when you got 23 year olds, when you got college juniors, freshmen, sophomore out there getting into altercations with 66 year old seniors, uh, because that, that's what this was, was it was a disturbance, an altercation. And then uh, Keith Appling, unfortunately, shot the man and, and he died. When, when, why, why does it escalate to, to that point? And, and then again, and I, and well, I just well, asked the question, why, why do we have to carry around a gun all the time? Yeah. Why, why, I mean, why but we're dealing we... with not, I, I, I don't, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but we're dealing with this situation that just recently happened. Yeah. We're dealing with what happened in Alabama. We're dealing with what happened in New Mexico. You know, those guys, yeah. you know, the Mexico season got suspended because somebody got killed True. from a basketball player. Man, it's a, this common thing is crazy because how are these young men getting so much accessibility to guns? Yeah. Uh, you know what? And I'll, I'll just go ahead and bring up the other story. I'll bring it. I'll just bring up the other story as, as well, too. Right. Again, the, the Joe Mixon story. Joe right, Mixon so- situation, the same thing. Dealing with guns. I mean, we're we're in a situation. I mean, we're in a state that. You know, I'm agreeing with Callan Copperman. It's too many damn guns. I don't know when. I have no idea when we're ever going to hold the NRA responsible for wrongful deaths. Because the bottom line, if you spill hot coffee on yourself at McDonald's, guess what? McDonald's is wrongfully going. You get to sue McDonald's because you dropped hot coffee in yourself. It was too hot to drink. When are we going to be in a situation where we can send the, sue the NRA for all these wrongful deaths? And, yeah. I, and, no, and for me, I'm biased on it because it happens in our community and to our people. Yeah, that, that's that, why it sticks that, out. Really and that's, you know, that, that's why it resonates with us so much. And, and we talk about this. And I mean, Chief hits it on the on the head. We hate having these stories. Right. It's 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 sad that every single week we got to have this type of a conversation. Tired of having this. Yep. Conversation. I'm, I'm tired of thoughts and prayers. I'm, I'm tired of hashtags. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of talking about uh surround yourself with the right kind of people because you in a club and you're shooting yourself or, or, uh, with, with this Joe Mixon situation, they were at his house and they were playing Nerf wars. They, they were playing what seemed like an innocent game of, of Nerf wars, right? Kids, kids running around and someone went and grabbed an actual real gun out of, uh, Joe Mixon's house and shot someone. They didn't, they didn't pass away, but you know, again, someone got, got shot. 
messing with have, having guns readily available, loaded guns readily available and accessible to to anyone. So I is it is to me, man. It's just like I don't know when the mentality changed, man. Like I would discuss it with somebody in our day. You know, our our, our protective mechanism was our fists, right? Fight, yeah. fight it yeah. out. Yeah. After that, the, the worst you could get is maybe somebody threw a bottle or maybe somebody got stabbed or a razor blade or something like that. It got to that point, but you could still live. And at some point, man, from in, in my existence, it's it's went from that to where I, the first thing I'm doing is getting a gun. I'm so mad at that. that they deem to see themselves are so mad or so angry that I got to go get a gun. Yeah. I, and that's where I, I'm sorry. I'm lost. I don't I don't understand it. I don't I don't get it. I can't explain it. I don't know what happens that way, but I don't understand why getting the gun is the first mechanism to a disagreement or an argument or even an altercation. Why is gun the number one? That's what we go to now. That's it. If there is no, anytime somebody has an altercation, we've seen it over and over again. I'm going to the car to get it. If they don't have it on them, if I don't already have it on them, I'm shooting. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember back in our, it was, it was good to fight and live another day and be able to talk madness for about a week and then maybe, maybe patch it up after a month or so. Right. And be cool. Right. It didn't always happen like that, but, but again, it, I, I think there was just more respect of actually going and meeting someone in the middle of the park. I'm now I'm talking about talking about business here. Watch, watch out mom and dad and, and mama. She, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, in the parking lot. Right. And, and throwing yeah. them up and, and, and fighting and doing whatever we need to do and then scattering. And then we, all shake hands and have amends a, a month later. It, it, the I, argument, the argument, disagreement was fisticuffs. Like, yeah, all right, that's it. You know, we'll, we'll, you know, you, you got me, you got you. Anything, your friends against their friends. Like we all fighting, but it was always a fight, like yeah. a fist fight. We 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 lived another day. There was no problem, but there was no gunplay. But now the situation is, it's automatically gunplay, no matter. And it's gunplay when it's just a disagreement. It's a verbal yeah. disagreement. I don't agree with you. You don't agree with you, me. You step you know, on my I'm shoes. Gonna I'm gonna you, shoot you. you. You step on my shoes, or you you spill a drink on my on my uh, yeah. on my new new blazer or my new you know new pants. Yeah, I can't say I can't apologize. Right, I can't be like, yo, man, I'm sorry. I did not apologize. Come That's on, that's not education no more. It's like, oh, oh, you stepped on my block. Oh, I'm you know, then the argument comes. Now I'm gonna go get into. A, I'm not yeah. even getting into a fight. I'm gonna shoot you. We, oh, like, are, this, are we really that soft now? Are we? I, that's what I said. It. Are we? Are we really that soft and and just don't want? Okay. I'm not the proof sure. is in the statistics. Yes, we are Damn. that soft. All right. Put me in my. So place, you can't so. say yeah. that you can't. It is. It's mm -hmm. They're that soft where they don't want to fight. They don't want to get humiliated because they lost. They don't want to do all those things. And I don't even condone fighting. I'm saying we could be on a verbal disagreement. Yeah. A verbal disagreement. I don't like your Raiders, and you don't like you know you don't like my Rams. Yeah. I don't like your team. Yeah. The first. The, the first inclination isn't to talk it out. It's not even a fight anymore. It is to go get a gun and kill you because you don't like the Raiders. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't think kids understand how stupid that even sounds. You, you don't own you any know what? stock in the company. You not own anybody's board, but you just a fan fanatic. So you want to go. But, but I'm, but I, and, that's, and that's just an example. I'm just saying we, we argue and we fight and we kill each other over minor things. Yeah. I don't even know what he got in an argument with the old man about. I really don't. I don't know what they, I don't even think they talked about what they got in an argument about. But whatever it is, it's nothing they couldn't have talked about. True. I've argued with older men before. It was a conversation. I ain't want to shoot him. I yeah. ain't have no my thought process wasn't even nowhere ever 
ever to get a gun, even if I felt threatened, it wasn't to get a gun. If I felt threatened, I'm like, oh, let me remove my phone from the situation and leave. All right. So, 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 where's the, so let, let's bring it back. Let's have a learning experience because yeah. we always like to have this. So, where, where, where is the call to action? We're, 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 we're having a discussion. We're going deeper in it than anyone else did. You know, ESPN, CBS, MSM, no one else is going to go this deep into these particular three or four stories. What's the call to action that we can tell folks listening and watching and, and community? What can you tell us and tell everyone as well? What's the call to action to just do better and be better? I don't have an answer, man. Now, when it comes to this gun stuff, I really don't. I mean, we, we, you say write our senators. You say, we say go vote. We say more police protection. Yeah. Can't trust the police. The police beat our ass. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We can't, we, you know, we can't do this. I got to protect myself. We can't do this. And I mean, people think like those neighborhoods, even though they're poor, you know, even the poor neighborhoods, 99% of those people are great people. All they want to do is work and do their thing. It's the 1%. Yeah. The one percent that's this that's out there wild playing with gunplay and, and it's sensationalized in music, obviously in movies it's sensationalized. But now we're getting to, like I said, we get to a point now, even if it's just a verbal disagreement. It's not I, I didn't hurt you, James. I didn't do anything to you. I never even put my hands on you. We had a verbal disagreement in the club because I I accidentally bumped into you or stepped on you, or I bumped into your girl, stepped on you. Yeah. We we're arguing about whatever. Boom. And nowadays, it doesn't have to be that. I just can't be from the same neighborhood. I'm from the other side. I'm from the other side of the tracks. That that's that that, that automatically okay, yeah. I'm going to get my automatically. Food. You don't you don't know nothing about me. You know, yeah. <laughs> just because I lived on Main Street and you lived on on L Street, we have problems. What we have problems and gu guns. Is, there's too many guns in the streets. Man, let's just call it what it is. Yeah. There's too many guns in the streets. Uh, people and they don't want to clean it up. Let's. If we look at it, the, the big picture, NRA doesn't want to clean it up. That's good business for them. Hey, they kill. More guns going to come. People want to go get, get more guns. They want to get scared. They're going to be protected. No one wants to do anything. But my question to them, and hear me out real quick, for NRA, okay, you want to keep making guns. With the technology we have today, why don't we track guns? How come there's not a chip in every gun like we got in every phone? So if there's a shooting or there, we can solve the case right away, right? You have to register your gun with this chip. Why is it in our, why, okay, we're not telling you to stop making guns. We're telling you to, to make guns better, traceable, and trackable. You know, they always, they always want to pass gun laws, but gun laws doesn't affect the people that's killing people in our hoods because those guns aren't registered or bought legally anyway. They're not bought from a store. And if they are, that's bought from a store, somebody takes it from them in a robbery or whatever, like, and then it's used it that way. I've never heard of them finding a guy, my registered gun was the one that did a drive-by. Hmm. That's never the case. The game, the, the gun is thrown, the, the serial murder spread, what, and then the drive-by is done. It may be my gun, but somebody took it like three or four months ago and it's circling on the black market. I'm saying if NRA really wants to do something about it and really cares about the community people sell to, put a tracker in it. Put a tracker yeah. in every gun. That way we know where the gun is shot, fired at, where it's done, and the time, and we have a time to response, yeah. right? Because yeah. we know where it's done. That, that's Technology's admirable. there. Yeah, I'm going to say that that's admirable, but uh, I, I mean, we know about technology that can elude that. We know about the, the ghost gun te uh, technology. We know about 3D printing. But I, that, that's admirable of where you're going and what, and what you're saying. And I agree with you 100%. Like this comment, too. It's a, so, it's a societal problem. People's fuses are so short and they feel disrespected. It's all an excuse to control their environment. That's getting back to... see. It, it seems like a lot of the conversations that we talk about are, are purposeful for a reason to get back to the mental 
awareness issue, yeah. me mental health issues. They get back to kind of that core family unit issue. They get, they get back to just kind of some basics that somehow somewhere got left or got lost and or got forgotten. Don't, don't know yeah. what it is or why it is, but there's just, we, a lot of these negative stories, like Chief was saying, like, like uh, Mama Sheila was saying, right, societal issues, it's always kind of the similar communities that are having these, these kind of problems, unfortunately. It's almost but like is it, lost, but is it lost, lost the way somewhere. Is it individuals, is it individuals issues within that society? Like I can't blame it all on society because there's a good people in those communities. Mm -hmm. There really are. There are really some really great people in those mm -hmm. Now, don't get me wrong, people get frustrated and those environments are very tough to get out of. And I, I, I can understand they feel hopeless in all these different things and, and going in it. But there's thousands of people in that community that feel that same way and they don't go kill people. Gunplay is not the not the not the first not the first reaction to them. So yeah. I, I use that to a certain degree. Yes, it's mental health, but I think it's more than that, man. I think we really have a break a break in our community structure, and in some parts, it's like it's okay. It seems like it's okay. Yeah. I, look at this. I just got to think of one thing. Sean Kim just got convicted of something of a shoot a shooting. Wow. Sean is Kim, right? the ex NBA player, just did a wow. shooting just now. I just got over my feet just now. Wow. Well, so we'll be, again, we'll be covering guns. that next week. That's uh, yeah, yeah, we'll cover uh, that next week. So we got huh. it's too many guns. Yeah, breaking news: Sean Kim booked for allegedly drive-by shooting. All right, so That's I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a put a call out to the community, and the community has always been awesome. If you know someone in law enforcement, if you know someone in legislation who you think would be courageous enough to come on here and talk to us, with us, to you, with you about these types of issues reach out to us and reach out to them we'll, we'll do the heavy lifting but you, you, if you can just give us a name an email or an, anything phone number or anything like that because us having just these conversations within the vacuum yet yeah, we can monday morning quarterback and, and we can pretend to be psychologists and sociologists and all that but we can talk from a common sense perspective but i'd love to have someone who is still literally out there in the streets a police officer who was out there in oakland on hagenberger who was dealing with these issues? <laughs> it's made you flash back when I brought no, up. Listen, I've been out but, there. But, <laughs> but I think about it, man. We've been talking about this what for, for we've been talking about. That's four gun stories we've been talked about within thirty minutes. Yeah, and, and one just popped up. What? Unless just now popped another up. NBA here player, right here, yeah. Sean Kim. This is crazy. There, there's a problem with guns. I'm sorry. There's a problem with guns in in our in the United States, and gun advocates can. I know there's gun advocates. They they think you should have the right to bear arms and all that. And I get it. I understand that. But I'm sorry. There's too much guns being made. I know NRA makes, I know they were saying the manufacturers make so many guns. It's enough to have a gun for every man, woman, and child in the United States. Why do we need so many guns? Why is you as a gun collector need need to have 10 guns? I, I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. It, it really doesn't. And I don't know. And, and, and we can never have hold nobody accountable, right? Or we can hold the shooter accountable, right? We can hold, the, you know, and obviously the victim, but there's a higher cause to that. We hold doctors, we hold, we hold everybody accountable when it comes to wrongful deaths or death situations, except for people that manufacture guns. If a doctor does something to you, you can sue him, right? Or yeah. does something to your family member, you have a recourse. Everybody else has a recourse except for guns. And that's the most mass killers we got out there. 
I'm not. I don't under. I'm not. I, I just can't relate, man. I can't. Yeah. It just ain't it's, in my it's a DNA. Bigger problem that, that can't obviously can't be swept under the rug. And again, I put that call a call of action out to the community. Help us to help us to help you. Right. So if you know someone, I, I see a ton of folks watching on Twitter. Uh, come on over to YouTube so you can leave some comments. But you know, that's that's normally where the most. Uh, uh, I'm saying, help me, help me understand, because I help, don't. Yeah, get, you know, I like I say, help me to help me to help you. That that, that yeah, kind of thing. I don't All right, so there, there is the Sean Kemp story. So we already went into it just now. If there's any updates by next week, we'll go into that as well. Um, one more negative story, and then we get into some <laughs> some stuff on even keel, man. Because man, you know, this is right here. Oh, but the thugs who put. Okay, but it's the thug. Well, well. Hmm. Is we it can, thugs we, that pull the trigger all the time? Is it the thugs that pull the trigger? I'm a little, little dead air, little, little silence right there. I, I don't know. I'm gonna say no. Every every all these situations, they ain't they're not thugs. You think that basketball player was a thug yeah. in Michigan State? Yeah. I don't think he was a thug. Yeah. You know, and, and I would say, what's your definition of a thug? Is yeah. A thug I, there, there you go, right there. Respectfully, yeah. and just like you said, uh, Jim, I'm respectfully, I would I would love to have that dialogue. Man, listen, man, you've been in the comments for too long. You family, man. Jim, send me an email, man, so, I, so we can get you, uh, get Chief, get 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 some of these folks on on online. Get Kev, get get a whole bunch of folks. We, we we'll we'll have a round table. We'll all sit yeah. around drinking Sly, our, our energy drink of choice. We'll, we'll we'll all sit around drinking Sly, and we'll get all y'all on on screen. Thanks. There it is, man. Go ahead, go ahead and represent. Okay, so talking sports, talking sports, Wisconsin boys basketball mm. team went out there, just wanted to play some ball. It was an away game. They they, they went out to another Wisconsin school. Uh, don't make me pronounce the name because, oh, my gosh, the Mosquito, M-U-S-K-E-G-O. Yeah, predominantly white school. Uh, the team that they've been playing, the Beloit, gosh, man, why can't I pronounce these names? B-E-L-O-I-T. I can't pronounce either, so I'm leaving that to you, yeah. <laughs> but, so Beloit Memorial High School Beloit, is yeah. a more diverse school, right? But uh, the other school, Muskego, is a predominantly white school. Beloit was going to Muskego to play, come to find out that uh, they didn't like the diverse school. A lot, a lot of the students... It may, may have been some old, some older folks there as well, but a lot of racial epithets were being thrown. Come to find out that a lot of swastikas were were actually drawn on top of the lockers in the uh, visitors' locker rooms. So there's some anti-Semitic activity. There's some racist activity. There's you know, there, there's this versus that, and apparently the kids as well decided that they wanted to dress up as. I'll use Jim's word: thugs, gangsters, whatever. They they decided to wear the pants down with the with the bandanas and with the mask on or whatever to kind of intimidate or or, or whatever to this to the kids. And this this is this this week. This was this is nineteen forty something. This this is this week, twenty twenty three in Wisconsin. Kids that are being intimidated by not the players for the team, not but but the other students and the other student body from. Uh, the the home team that they were playing, that that's a problem, man. Can't even go play basketball against a rival, an inner city rival, interstate rival. You, you got a mixture of cultures, you got a mixture of whatever, but it's the external student body who is 
hazing and 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 chastising and calling you everything outside of your name, flashing mm-hmm. swastikas, call, calling you, making monkey sounds, as it says here as well. This is just horrible in terms of what's going on. Um, a D1 school, too. Right, so schools that actually get some money for for their sports, mm-hmm. and 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 this is the situation that's happening right here. Here it is, right here in the headline. This is twenty twenty three, y'all. This this isn't yeah. uh, again back in the sixties, forties, or whatever the case may be. So, thoughts on this, man? I'm disgusted, mm. disgusted, disgusted by their behavior, disgusted by their school administrator, disgusted that they let those people still stay in there in the gym while they're doing that to these other young people while they're trying to play basketball making monkey now sounds and calling the n-word yeah. i mean it's, it's sad it's it's literally just sad that 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 happened for one and two that the, the school let that condone it happen during the game like you should have kicked everybody out and let them play by nobody if that's where they're going to have their, their attitude is going to be and the fact that you're going to draw swastikas and have all these things on there i mean you're obviously trying to intimidate them and and make them feel definitely than i want it um but this is disgusting man we're in 2003 that to me Kids emulate what's at home. I'm mm, sorry. Come on. Kids come emulate on. what's yeah. at home. So if at home, it's okay to use that word and yell at the TV and call them this and call black people this or Latino people this on the TV or anyone around there, then they thought it was okay to do that and cheer it in the stands. They felt it's okay. That's behavior from home that they these these young people are emulating. If it's not adults, also this in the crowd. It's just sad, man. It's really it's really really sad. We, we we talk about these, you know, we talk about being, you know, unit, you know, unit, unified and all those things, but, and we talk about a country just being divided. We're not only divided in an adult state; we're divided now in a lot of these teenage states and where these kids are, at, these young people. You know, uh, it's 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 terrible, man. It's it's really terrible that it's like that. Um, so that needs, that needs to be corrected. That needs to be fixed. And, and I love the fact that you went ahead and said what I was thinking as well. It starts where? It starts at, at home. home. man. Yeah. That's, right. that's, this that's is learned behavior. behavior this, is, this is learned yeah. behavior. And, and yeah, I love, love showing the video piece right there because, again, you saw the the, the teams, the squads, no animosity, right? It, it, it was sportsmanship. Yeah. Look, look, good game, good game, woo-woo. But then when you pan over and you look at the – at those students, the student body that was standing up against the fence, that's where all mm-hmm. the problems were. And again, like I said as well, guaranteed there was more than just student body that was out there calling somebody something and and, yeah. and waving flags and, and waving fingers and things like that. So that, that that's just, that's, it's unfortunate. It's, unfortunate. it's really unfortunate. And, and you know what's crazy about that? I guarantee you if somebody would have would have been really offended and punched them in the mouth, the person that, that, that threw the first blow would be the person that would they would be yeah. causing. This is a, this is a, this is how that is how the situation is. Yeah. You got to rise above that. You need yeah. to rise above. I, I hate when people tell you, you need to rise above that. No, you should have never said it. Yeah, I shouldn't have to rise above anything. Don't put me have, in that position. Don't put me in that position. Don't test me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> don't why do I got to rise above? Yeah. Why do I have to rise above your behavior? Yeah. No, you shouldn't say it. Yeah. And if I get I to can, a point, I, where I can't be like Jesus all the time. I can't turn the other cheek. I mean, come on, You don't have to. No, I'm more, I'm more, I'm more Malcolm. I'm not Malcolm. I'm not Martin. I'm more Malcolm than me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know? And, I, and I'm not a tough guy. I'm not a tough guy. I'm not that kind of person. I'm not a person that's, that looks for trouble. But I'm saying, if you're going to put me in that situation, then I'm going to handle the way that I feel fit. And I don't think you need to tell me to rise above it. No, you shouldn't have never said it. Or you should have never did it. And then we wouldn't have been in the situation in the first place. Yeah, that's true. 
That's true. All right, man. There, there, there we go. There's on that one. Listen, I got I got some old school dude in the in the building. Pat Howard. Good to see you, brother. Quality of the video is a chef. Man, that's that's quality and that's appreciated coming from you. Thanks for joining Team No Sleep here this Wednesday. Uh, now let's get into some little bit lighter news. And, and maybe, <laughs> you know, yeah, maybe we can crack a smile, crack a, crack a joke, you know, whatever the case may be. But uh, MMA. Yes. Don't I don't watch it. I, I really don't. Mm-hmm. I don't watch it a lot, but I, I only watch it for, you know, the Conor McGregor. I only watch it for certain big name things that are happening. And you, you know me, I like the story piece. I, li- I like what's behind mm-hmm. what's going on and when it's when it matters and when it resonates. This story right here. Go ahead, young lady. Go ahead. Alisa yes. Grasso. Alexa. I'm sorry. I, I, hold on. Oh, Lord. Let me make sure I didn't just kick off my Alexa right there when, when I said that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think she did just say so. Alexa Grasso, Mexican-born MMA fighter, went out and did the Muhammad Ali thing. She shook up the world. Yep. She won this past weekend, was not expected to win against the, uh, the heavy favorite. But sure enough, went out there and put her in. What's, what, what's the hold here? What? Uh, let me find out what the hold. Was submission was. hold. I know that. It was a yeah. Hold. Listen. Put yeah. put her. There, there's the picture of the hold right there. But uh, old girl had to ended up tapping out, and we we now have more diversity in every sport. I I, I do love the fact that more more women are are out there doing big things, doing good things, and, and something like this. And I love the underdog story. I love the fact that this uh, this young lady went out there flyweight champion of the world now now you know they're gonna be a rematch pretty soon but oh yeah she gonna keep them flowers for a minute keep hey keep keep this belt for as long as you can because you you want it you you deserve it and just the fact that uh she was able to do it on the big stage with so many people in the room in vegas right because they they weren't expecting her her to win they were expecting the other uh favorite to win but she shook up the world there so i mean that's good news right no, man, I think that's, I think, I mean, when I sent it to you, I was like, man, that's, this is one of them feel-good stories. I mean, her story, she she's fought her way back from a lot, and she came in there, and she just got on her and won, you know, won under, you know, she just beat the champ. I mean, yeah. I can only imagine how imagine that feels, and the fact, you know, I'm close to, I'm close to San Diego, close to Arizona, where it's a big, in Los Angeles, where there's a big, large Latino population, and I, I know that, I know it was a big story here, it's very proud of her, what she's done and what she's able to accomplish so man i, I was i wanted to give her her flowers on our show yeah. like, man we're, we're all proud of you man i mean she went in there and did something no one else has been able to do and she took that title and now she's the very first one now she's setting the stage for i'm sure other latina fighters that want to get into to the mma world i'm pretty sure now she's probably the standard to get there so that was that was a good thing good thing yeah you know we we get flowers where flowers are due we get flowers where flowers are due and along that route we got uh, a recommendation from someone within the community talking about the Lady Wildcats, Louisiana, girls basketball. They went out there and did what they needed to do two times. It, was, mm-hmm. it, it had taken them 25 years to win their championship. They did it last year. No, you know, repeat maybe. I mean, again, it's pretty tough to repeat even at the professional level. They messed around. They messed around and went out there and did it one more again. So, you hey. know, so, hey, shout out to the, the Lady Wildcats out there in Louisiana from, what's the name of the school? Wasman. Man, come on now. I mean, you got to shout out to them, the coaches, staff, the school for supporting them. I mean, every way, which way to go. Um, and like you said, 
You didn't win it for 25 years and you kind of get it back and back. <laughs> you know, you got to give them the props on that, right? You got to give, give them their props, man. And, you know, Louisiana, and I'm sure these young ladies don't get it really get get a lot of recognition on the big stage, probably maybe only in the state or in the city they're in. I'm glad we're able to give them a shout out and I wish them nothing but the best. Let's go for that trifecta, though, next year. Watch out. Now, then, then you got a dynasty, right? See, then you got then a you dynasty got now. Dy- <laughs> yeah, you get that three, you get dynasty on there now. Yeah. You know? And, you know. and you know what? I, I hope that I hope that opens up the door. Now, and also acknowledge one, one women's sports and women's basketball, which is a, I, I always rave, rave and rave about it all the time. But I hope this opens up a door where they can have travel ball like the men's, right? How come these teams can't travel nationally like the, some of the men's do? You know, like the uh, uh, the academies. I think I forgot. I forgot the name of the academy in, in uh, North Carolina that travels and plays everywhere. When LeBron was playing, he was a star. He was traveling to New York to play. I hope these young ladies, now that they got back to back titles, they're able to tra- travel around across the country and play other powerhouse teams in other states. Yeah, Western yeah, Road stand up. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 yeah. that's what's up. That, that, you know, what I'm saying good good things for good people, and we want to give them flowers. I want to before we go into this last story. So apologize, folks. We just a little bit over time, but we right at an hour. But you know, we we went yeah. deep into some of the other topics. I want to get into this particular comment as well in regards to the um, the basketball team. Okay. Shameful. Amador County had a football team that had members doing racist things and their football season was canceled by the superintendent because the behavior wasn't acceptable. The coach and the athletic director and the principal were put on leave. This is that school that I was telling you about that's literally down Sacramento. the road, from, right up the street. In Yuba, right? That's the one in yeah, Yuba. Yeah, right? right. I mean, right yeah. right down. I can drive by that school every single day. And again, this, yeah. it, these, these kind of things are, are unfortunately still prolific within society, within communities and got to be corrected got to be yeah. the, the well, training I mean, at home no. the, the training within the education system the training for the students is I mean, just just it, it has to start not just somewhere it has to start everywhere the, the conversation yeah. on, on correcting these things i just it's funny as liberal state as california we're dealing with that same situation that's dealing somewhere where people would think it's yep. a country like what's possible. right <laughs> so that, that that shows you how powerful you know race that racist behavior can be mm-hmm. you know um it's it's it's, it's everywhere it's it is everywhere mm-hmm. i mean we but but the one thing the one you know me personally i always prefer say it to me i want to know because i yeah. want to know where i stand good point i want to know where i stand if, this, if you're gonna say it say it all right cool we can do we're gonna argue about it and all that but i know i want to know where i stand with it if i can get that get that because this racism is sneaking up on people that's behind closed doors especially the one in you but that was some crazy behavior they had mm-hmm. those situations man we need to address them and, and hit them swift hit them swift hit them hard Make people understand that it's not going to be tolerated anymore. But the thing is, what's crazy about that, we don't want it to be tolerated anymore, but unfortunately, it is tolerated. It's tolerated. Look in the mirror, folks. That's all right. real. <laughs> you can point all you want to, but you got three fingers pointing back at you. That There, there it is right there. Yeah. It, it, Jim, Jim coming in hot. Yeah, let's see. Those, those are, yeah, those other powerhouse teams probably have trans females competing. Oh. Ooh, wait, man, let me put Jim up here. He, he, okay. Those other powerhouse teams probably have trans females competing. So best of luck to them. I, I, I ain't gonna get in that argument. Not today. We, 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 yeah, you, another, you, you, you come, you definitely, yeah, you coming in hot, brother. You coming. <laughs> we have a guest that's been lined up. She did make it last week and didn't reach back out this week. But we gonna have that conversation. And I'm gonna save this particular comment right here, man. So we, we still gonna get deep into that. All right, man. Good, good night. Well, y'all, y'all, y'all on one tonight. Here we go. Um, Deion Sanders. 
Deion Sanders is uh, Deion. He's trying to do some good things. He he. he I think I, Deion has a good heart. At at yes. his core, at at what he's trying to do, he really I I believe I don't know the man, but I believe he is really trying to do good things for whatever institution, wherever he's working for, whatever students and whatever kids that he's around and he influences into. I really think he's trying to do the good thing. I saw a story come across, and here's the headline. Deion Sanders involved in off-field controversy as spring practice approaches at Colorado. Man, so I saw that, and I said, oh, man, come on. Deion's not caught. He, he didn't get, you know, no videos came out from him back in the day or something. <laughs> he, he, What happened, right? Because that that's very, that's clickbait right there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to summarize for you and tell you what's going on in Colorado where he is. Dion has changed the culture 100%. And the problem is there's an atheist group in Colorado that has issues and problems with Dion talking about religion, starting his practices with prayer, talking about the Bible, talking about do one to others as you would have it talking about those types of topics. And this atheist group in Colorado has actually sent a formal complaint to the Buffaloes, to the Colorado, to the school saying Dion should not be, uh, infusing his religious beliefs and his religious views into the football program. So that is the off the field controversy that Dion Sanders has. The fact that he's trying to, talk to these folks and put them on some type of straight and narrow and maybe righteous, but just talking to them about madness, but, you know, saying we're we going to sit down together. We're going to pray before we get out there and hit the field. He's going to be a brother for a brother. It's going to be do one to him. It, he, he's having those conversations with the team. And there's an atheist group in Colorado that does not like that. What are we going to do? Reminds me of when people didn't want Colin Kaepernick to take the knee. Right. Oh, say yeah, say that again. I don't, I don't think everybody heard that. Let's let's make sure you say it that one more time. Me, it reminds me of when people didn't want Colin Kaepernick to take a knee. Hmm. Like, what what is wrong with him talking about God? And if you don't believe in God, then you don't have to listen to the conversation of not attending school. But the fact that he wants to bring awareness to God and pray for his players and and and, and quote things that are out of scripture, it, it, it's fine. It's fun. It's funny to me. It's funny to me. Atheists say they don't believe in God. But yet, you know, some of the they follow some of the quotes and scriptures that are within the Bible. You know, people that are so people that do swastika quote the Bible all the time. You know, they do things about the Bible all the time. It's the Christianity <laughs> way. So make it plain, brother. All make these it plain. different radical groups, all these different radical groups don't want to say they don't want to, you know, have any religious influence, but yet they quote and do things about the Bible all the time. So what are you talking about? If you don't want your if you don't want your son or your daughter to attend Colorado because he's because he talks about Bibles, then go to another school, go to Utah, go to a different school. Him as a coach, he should be able to run his program the way he wants. People are going to follow him the way they want to follow him. And he's going to lead the way he wants to lead. And the bottom line, at the end of the day, as long as he has successful in the field, everything is all good. No one cares about you. You're, you don't like him to say prayer. Yeah. So what you going to do now? Tell him you don't want it. You don't like the way he eats. You don't like the way he walks. Oh, no, you don't like the color of his skin. Yeah. You always going to have something. You have right. an issue. So, you know, those people that have a problem with it, I hope Dion gives them, you know, the big middle finger. Yeah. Tell them to go wherever they want to go and keep running this program the way they need to feel. I hate the fact that it's clickbait like that to kind of find 
right. trying to show Gettering. that he's doing something yeah. bad. And in, in, in when he's doing what he's doing in, in Colorado, which it's all good. And if there's a player on this team that doesn't believe what Deion's saying, man, all you do is kneel down and you tune it out. Tune it out. You don't. Yeah, you just tune it out and keep on going and play. So it's like Tallboy said: if you don't like him praying, you know you either just just turn the game off until until it starts, or if you yeah. don't, if you on the squad and you don't like it, you you you, you, just you go in the bathroom and you chill until it's time for you to suit up and yeah. get get out there. It's 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 insane. You don't even do that, man. If he's saying a prayer, you just you just kneel down. You don't put your head down. You just kneel down with the rest of the team. Mm. Okay, cool. Prayers over. Amen. Let's get on the field. <laughs> let's get, let's you go. Just let's don't go have to work. speak. Yeah. You don't have to say anything. You just stay there and be quiet. Be respectful of people of religions. It need to be like prison. You know how in prison, the Muslims, the Muslims do their thing. People just respect <laughs> them and let them do their thing. Yep. People go to church and jail, they just respect them and let them do their thing. These guys on the floor, just let them respect them and do their thing. If you don't agree with it, you just don't say nothing. It's that simple. Why do we have to make, I don't understand why people just, people just, again, attention. They just want attention. That's what it so is. They want to make a big deal. Yeah. So let me That's so let me read is. this for so for for because after this we're going to do the audio podcast piece so I, I want to do this because it won't be visual but so from the Freedom from Religious Foundation the letter that they wrote it is our understanding that on December twentieth twenty twenty two a staff member led other staff members in a Christian prayer to start an official meeting more egregiously man I, these big old words you know I I, I barely <laughs> got through high school. Uh, uh, anyways, on January 16, 2023, Coach Sanders directed a staff member to lead players and coaches in Christian prayer before team meeting. Mm-hmm. It appears from these examples that Coach Sanders includes prayer in all his team meetings and events and likely prays regularly with the team. Let me go back to the headline Ooh. again. Coach Sanders is involved in an off-the-field controversy. This is the controversy, folks. All right. That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to look at the comments now. Nobody was saying that when Tim Tebow was preaching religion at Florida mm-hmm. and Herbert Meyer with his evil butt was riding. Come on. on. That's on point right there. Tony Davis in the building. Appreciate you, man. Yeah. That's, that's, that's it right there. That's slapping folks in the mouth. Yeah. Like I said, like I said, Tony, they have a problem with his skin tone. That's what it is. It's a problem with his skin tone. Wow, that was his skin right tone there. and his skin tone and preacher religion. Oh, that's too terrible. Can't let him have that. We got to bring some. We got to bring some attention to that. They're attention whores, man. That's all of this. I said it. Attention whores. They're attention whores and they're addicted to attention, so they don't want to cause any mischief and miss havoc to throw Dion off his path of what he's trying to do. Not buying it. No, Dion going to stay focused. He's going to stay focused on, on hey, see, I threw that in there. Come on now. We're going to end like on that. 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 There, there. <laughs> Listen, we, we, we did what we had to do tonight, folks. Uh, appreciate everyone for joining. I see a lot of new folks. Uh, that's that's a good Keep sign. Keep telling friends. Keep telling yeah. friends. Telling tell somebody. You. Tell we, folks we, to roll through. We, we do this we every Wednesday. Here. You know, we touch on those social impact. We touch on them hard, awkward subjects. Man, yep. and I know it's tough. I, I know it's tough, but we we only gonna learn if we have these conversations. We only gonna get better if we have these conversations. Montel, take us home, man. Yeah, everyone out there, be comfortable having an uncomfortable conversation. You know, salute the power of no. We out. That's it, y'all. We out.